welcome to Walk Around the Block, where today there will not be any cutting the line. Hello, 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 and a happy first week of April to you. I know I've said we're turning a corner before, but we are actually turning a corner. We're turning a corner. (laughs) First week of April, um, we're pretty much getting out of the woods weather-wise. We've had a lot of stormy days around here. Um, Fortunately, everything's been okay here. On the flip side, we've also had some really nice days. Sometimes it's nice and stormy all on the same day. Uh, When it's nice, I try to get out for at least a quick little walk in the neighborhood. So I did that one day this week, just quick. Went out, came back, and sat down in the office where my husband was. And I looked out the window and saw these boys riding their bikes around the corner right by us. And I was like, okay, good. Looks like everything, you know, worked out. My husband's like, what's going on out there? What are you talking about? So I tell him, I was walking down the street and there's three boys, maybe like 30 yards in front of me. Two are on bikes, one's on a scooter, probably between like eight and 10, like maybe two 10-year-old friends and the younger brother or something. So they're in front of me and I didn't see what happened. I didn't hear anything, but somehow one of the kids wipes out, goes tumbling off his bike. He's like sitting on the ground next to his bike, not in a hurry to get up. I kind of look around like no one's really around. No one's behind me. I'm like, all right, (laughs) I guess I'm the adult in charge here. (laughs) Uh, It didn't look that bad. I was like, by the time I actually get up to them, they might be like back on the bikes and gone. But no. I get closer so I can see a little better what's going on, and it's like a full blame game situation. (laughs) The kid on the ground is like ticked. I'm getting the vibe that he blamed one of the other kids for him falling off his bike. He's, He's got his knee up to his nose, fully examining it for rocks and gravel. The kid next to him is like fully dishing out the I told you so. (laughs) He's like, you shouldn't have worn shorts. I always wear pants when I ride my bike. (laughs) Honestly, it reminded me of like when I burn my hand taking something out of the oven and then tell my husband it's his fault for being in the same room. (laughs) Anyway, I, I feel like I have to say something. So I'm like... Hey, <laughs> everything all right? Like, do you need anything? The, the one kid's like, he's fine. <laughs> I'm like, okay, you know. Then I try to be helpful, lighten the mood. I'm like, oh, yeah, I wiped out once on my bike in front of a school. I scraped up my whole leg. It was the worst. <laughs> they all just, like, look at me. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, anyway, if you need anything, just holler and just kept walking. (laughs) My husband was like, his takeaway of all of this was like, you said holler? (laughs) I was like, I don't know. I felt like it was the thing to say. (laughs) Like the adult walking by in the neighborhood thing to say. (laughs) He just shook his head at me. He does that a lot, obviously. Uh, so then I went on another day. It was pretty warm, but it was really windy, like really, really windy. And it was also trash day. So there's like boxes going around, stuff flying everywhere. 
I'm walking and a couple times I was like, should I go grab that piece of cardboard out of that person's yard and put it on the curb? And I was like, you know, I don't know. The whole thing felt a little vague. When I'm at the park or something, I do pick up trash if it's not super gross. I will do that. I felt like here though, I wasn't sure if I wanted to go walking through like someone else's yard. Also, what if it blew over from somewhere else, like the backyard, and it wasn't even trash? And then what if I do put it on the curb? It's probably not going to stay there anyway, you know? All these things. So so I come up on this corner, and I see this guy out with his dog, and he's, like, picking up a box. I wave. A couple minutes go by. I get a little closer. I cross the street, and I wave again because – We were the only two people out on the street, and it felt awkward not to. And I see that he's picked up something else, and he's putting it all on the curb. I was like, wow, this guy is totally doing it. Like, he's picking up all the trash that blew around, and he's putting it on the curb while he has his dog with him on a leash. That's so nice. And also, am I kind of a jerk for not doing that? Maybe I'm kind of a jerk. (laughs) So I get down the street. It's kind of a circle. So I wind around and come back up maybe 10 minutes later. And I see an Amazon box in the street, which does feel a little more clear cut. It's actually in the street. But also I was like totally inspired by this guy's example. I was like, I will go get it. So so I run out. I grab it. I nestle it behind the closest trash can, keep walking down the street, kind of looking for my badge of civic pride. (laughs) When I see the guy again, this time he's standing inside his front doorway. And I realize, do you know what I realized? (laughs) He was picking up the trash off his own lawn when I saw him. Oh, well, (laughs) I waved at him a third time. And then I was like, okay, that's enough walk for one day. It's windy anyway. We're done. (laughs) Anyway. Okay. So there was a high profile arraignment in New York City this week. You may have heard about it. I was reading an article about sort of the spectacle, I guess, around the whole thing. This is why I have 467 tabs open on my phone so I don't lose things because now I can't find the article, but it was in the New York Times and it had a paragraph or two about all the media outlets that had camped out to get into the courtroom and it quoted this guy who runs a professional line sitting business. I think it said NBC and a couple others had hired the company to sit in line like overnight. You know, these are the kinds of things that catch my attention. So my husband and I are sitting at the table eating, and I'm like, so get this. There is this business in New York City where you can pay someone to wait in line for you. He had all these questions. He was like, for what? I was like, well, obviously for this. (laughs) But I was like, you know, like concert tickets, the DMV maybe. I don't know. Wherever there's a long line. It's so annoying to wait in line. Like how great would that be to have someone wait in line for you? He's like – But then what? So they wait in line for you. Then what? I was like, I guess they text you or something when it's your turn. He's like, so you have to be like right there. I was like, well, not necessarily. Like maybe you're like text me when it's 30 minutes out and I'll head over. He's like, how are they supposed to know when they're 30 minutes out? Like some lines move fast and some lines move slow. I was like, okay, fine. I don't know. I'm clearly making up the answers to these questions. I'm like, fine, I will go to their website and find out. (laughs) He was like, you don't have to go to their website. I was just wondering. 
Well, then we were all wondering. So actually, I did have to go to their website. <laughs> uh, the website is sameoldlinedudes.com. Okay. First off, it's not really meant for the DMV, so <laughs> strike that from the list. <laughs> Concert tickets, yes. Theater tickets, cancellation lines, sneaker, other product launches. My husband's like, oh, that makes a lot more sense. I mean, I thought my explanation was close enough to capture the essence of the operation, but okay. So the first place I go is to the pricing, which I have to say, given that it's New York City, I do not think it's unreasonable. You prepay for the amount of time you want and then just show up. There is a two-hour minimum, which comes to $50, but basically it's $25 an hour. There are a few situations where they tack on an additional charge. If it's between midnight and 7 a.m., it's an extra 15 bucks. Totally reasonable. Inclement weather, rain, snow, wind chill below 32 or above 100 degrees, you're looking at an extra $3 an hour. There's a holiday rate. Again, totally reasonable. Toward the bottom, there's a note. Effective 1-1-2022. A 20% premium applies to select assignments for high resale items or jobs that have a potential to put our line sitters in physical danger at manager's discretion. Some of the examples were sneaker drops and artist signings. A little yikes, but okay. <laughs> so, so then I went to the FAQ. First question, I've never used a line sitting service before. How does this work? Good question. It kind of sounds like DoorDash, something like that. So answer, this is from their website. Call, text, or email us with your request. Decide on the number of hours you'd like us to wait. They want the full payment up front. Then they say, we'll post the job to our team of waiters. When one accepts, they will call or text you to confirm and review the order, usually within an hour. Upon arrival, they will send you a text along with a picture and your approximate place in line. Call or text them when you're close, arrive, then spot places. And then, of course, they add gratuities, graciously accepted. Okay, so next question, also a great one. Do other people in the line get mad? Answer. While we are in line, we have explained our service to those around us so they know to expect you. There are no surprises. Everyone is informed. Okay, good to know. Next, do you hold spaces for more than one person? We have a little more explanation on this one. Answer. For most weights, it is a one-to-one ratio, one line setter per person. If more than one person arrives, we do not relinquish the spot and your payment is forfeited. Remember, we have already told the people behind us who is coming. If there are two sitters, then only two people should be arriving to swap. And and please don't have them come after you've swapped. It is considered theft of service under New York City law, kind of like jumping out of a cab or leaving a restaurant without paying. And we can pursue either the criminal or civil route. It's not worth it. Furthermore, we are not responsible if those behind you complain to staff security and get you ejected from the line. (laughs) Uh, How great would that be? (laughs) They say there's a couple exceptions. Restaurants, because they'll put your name on a list at the restaurant. Uh, Some general admission concerts. Another important question, is this legal? They say we are a recognized legitimate LLC with the state of New York. They say our service is no different than having your husband or wife wait for you, except you pay us. Probably less complaining, too. (laughs) Just kidding. My husband is very patient. I would be the one complaining for sure. (laughs) 
All right, that's it for today's Walker on the Block. Follow the podcast on Instagram at WalkTheBlockPod. Subscribe or follow on Spotify or Apple or Google Podcasts and leave a review if you feel so inclined. Thank you to all who have left reviews already and I will see you next week.